you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of men and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hello friends, welcome to Kingdom Insight. This is Dr. Kazumba Charles. We are looking at what is the gospel. With me in the studio is uh, a very, very powerful and yet tender-hearted and humble servant of God, Pastor John Drizena. Welcome to the program. Thank you for the invitation. It's a great opportunity to just open God's Word with you guys. It's an honor to host you on this program. I've been at uh, actually last service. I attended your, your service there. Uh, as you were teaching, uh, I could see, you know, just the, the life of God uh, uh, in the teaching. And that's why we are looking today at what is the gospel. Would you help us through the Word of God to understand what the gospel is, is and it's really about? My wife and I uh, have had the privilege of being in the ministry for 40 years now. And about 13, 15 years into that journey, I said, I, I really want to dive into the Book of Romans. And I started preaching through it, and I recognized I, I didn't have the, the character or the depth of spiritual understanding to complete the journey. So after preaching on, on it for a couple of months, I... I gave up, but there was this craving in my heart to preach through the Book of Romans. So I've taken that on as a, a task in the last uh, few months. And I was impressed as I began that journey with, with verse number one of Romans. And let me read it to you. Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. So Paul says, the reason I'm in the ministry, the, the thing that makes me tick, is I've been set apart for the gospel of God. It scares me that a lot of ministry has forgotten what we're here for. And we talk about all kinds of things, yes. and, and we forget that God wants the church, and God wants the ministers of his church to be set apart for the gospel of, of God. And, and the phrase that struck out to me there was the gospel. Mm -hmm. It's not a gospel. It's not our gospel. Mm -hmm. It's the gospel. gospel. The gospel is the clear description of, of chapter 1, of what Romans is. Romans chapter 1 and, and verse 9 preaching of the gospel, Romans chapter 1 and, and verse number 15. For my part, I'm eager to, eager to preach the gospel. And Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Mm -hmm. It's not a gospel. The gospel. The, yes. the gospel. The gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And uh, if you believe, God comes in and he does this wonderful 
saving, buying back, healing, restoring, redeeming work in our lives. Mm -hmm. But the power of that, for that to happen is the power that's in the gospel. For in it, verse number 17, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Uh, the complete Jewish Bible says from trust to trust. Mm -hmm. Our trust in God becomes a foundation of our lives. Uh, so the gospel is, is really powerful. I read, uh, heard actually, a story Paul Washer told about himself and his ministry at a university a long number of years ago. He had been invited to teach at a university, do an evening session at a university in Europe. Mm -hmm. And he's there, and uh, they have asked him to teach on what is the gospel. This was a secular university. This was a university that was antagonistic to the gospel. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he accepted the challenge to come and teach on what is the gospel. He's in the back of the stage before he's about to go out, and he's already, before they've even seen him, he's hearing cat calls from the audience. Mm -hmm. They're out to get him. They're, they're not on his side at all. They want to make this the most miserable night of Dr. Paul Washer's life. And he realizes that, so he's walking around behind the curtain, and he's saying, oh, God, I haven't got a clue what to do here. I'm willing to die for you, uh, yes. but, but I want to die doing your will and saying what you want to be said, so what do I do? And God dropped in his heart a way to start things when he got out there. So he walked out to the middle of the platform after being introduced, and the cat calls and the hissing and the booing continues. And uh, he, he says, I, I, I'm here to tell you the most terrible thing, most terrifying thing that Scripture says about God. Mm. I'm here to tell you the most terrifying thing that Scripture tells you about God. And I want to warn you that some of you aren't going to like what I'm going to say now. And uh, I, I would encourage you to leave if you're not willing to hear the most terrifying thing that the Bible says about God. So he warned them again, you can get up and leave if you don't want to hear the most terrifying thing there is about God. And, uh, of course, they were out to, to crucify him like people crucified Jesus. They weren't willing to leave. They wanted to hear what he had to say. They wanted to hear what he had to say. Mm -hmm. So nobody left, and Paul Washer began his message by saying this. The most terrifying thing about God revealed in the Scripture is, the most terrifying thing about God is, God is good. Oh, wow. 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 God he is, is good. good. Wow. And there was this collective that went across that whole university audience. Wow. What? And then wow. one guy, because there's always somebody in the crowd, mm -hmm. yelled back, what's so terrible about that? <laughs> and Paul Washer said, uh, this is what's so terrible about that. God is good, good and we're not. Oh, wow. God How is true. good, and we're, not. And, we're not. not. and the gospel is that, that great message that, that ties together the truth mm -hmm. that while God is good, we're, we're not, not, and yes. that creates a significant problem. Yes. When the creator of the universe mm -hmm. 
the one who made everything, the one who gives us the breath to even live the next day, the one who, if he isn't present in our lives, we have no life. Uh, if, if that God is good, and he is, and we're not, somehow there's a problem there that, that has to be solved. So how do we figure out the answer to the problem? I, I read on in, uh, in Romans chapter 1, and it says, Paul's been set apart for the gospel of God, which God promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. So a couple of quick comments there. Uh, this gospel isn't something brand new that just showed up with Jesus. No. It was in God's heart from the beginning of time. Yes. Since we sinned, since we failed, since we messed up, mm -hmm. God has had the gospel on his heart. God has wanted to bridge this gap between good God mm -hmm. and the fact we're not good. Yeah. So his prophets declare his plan and his desires and his will in the Holy Scriptures. One of the biggest problems we have, uh, Dr. Kasumba, is the world no longer has a respect for, for, for God's word. That's true. That's true. People uh, forget that this is a, a holy book. We had a wonderful young man live in our home for six years. He came to live with us for six weeks from China to learn the English language. He ended up living with us for six years. He's, he lived with us for a little while, and we went and we bought him a Bible. And every once in a while at supper, he would start a conversation, and he would say, I was reading in the Holy Bible that. He never called it the Bible. He always called it the Holy Bible. Holy Bible. Uh, my Bible right here says Holy Bible. It, yeah. it, it's, it's a holy book. It's, it's a holy word from God. And we wonder, why do we not just call it the Bible? Why the do Bible. we? Well, it's right here. Mm -hmm. God delivered it in the Holy Scriptures. Mm -hmm. and, and we're a messed up culture. Yeah. We're a messed up people. Good God, messed up people. Yeah. And we have taken this wonderful book he's mm -hmm. given us with so much instruction for life and living. Mm -hmm. And we've acted as if, ah, I can throw it away. I don't need to yeah. pay any attention yeah. to it. Mm. But this is God's holy revelation of his plans and his purposes to us. And, and a big part of that message mm -hmm. is, is the gospel. Yes. What is the gospel? the gospel? So one of my heart's desire for the nation I work and live mm -hmm. and serve in is that that we would find again a, a respect for, for the, word, for the of word of God. Our oldest son and his wonderful wife did a missions trip down to uh, South America not, at, not long after they were married. And Evan said it was very strange to preach in that culture because any time anybody began to read the scriptures, the whole congregation always stood. They never wow. sat down when God's word was being, being read. read. You'd yeah. read a quote of scripture in the middle of your sermon and the whole congregation Stand. would stand up. It's, it, it was this deep respect yeah. for God's word as if the prime minister or the queen was yeah. to walk into this studio even now. The wow. proper response for us would be to stand out of respect. Yeah. Uh, they stood out of respect for God's word. Uh, God's word reveals the gospel, and, and if you're listening today and you don't have a clue what the gospel is, we're going to talk about it, but, but one of the most important or significant things you could do is, 
is go find a Bible somewhere in your house that hasn't been read for years and years and years, or, or go to a Christian bookstore and, yeah. and buy a Bible. Go to any bookstore. Yes. They'll, they'll all sell, sell the Bible. So what is the gospel? Uh, set apart for the gospel, revealed in the scriptures, and it concerns Jesus Christ. The gospel's Amen. about Jesus. The gospel is about Jesus. That is, uh, you've shared so much uh, uh, powerful, powerful things. And uh, even just going back to the word of God, I think, uh, as you have mentioned, it is the challenge that the church has. We have strayed away uh, from the word of God. We have no own and respect for the word of God. And um, we, that's why we are preaching all these other gospels that are not even in the word of God. I, I'm so glad you are on this program because you're going to help me help even the viewers around the world that, has, that, are, that are watching this program not to fall in love with another gospel, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is good. We are not. I want that thought now. The answers we're looking for are not in another gospel. There mm. is no other gospel. Yes. You don't get to pick your gospel. <laughs> there is only one gospel. One gospel. And we, we live in a very uh, inclusive culture mm. that just thinks you can choose your God, you yeah. can choose your gospel, mm. you can choose your beliefs, you can believe whatever you want to believe. They'll all point towards God. Mm. Uh, but there's only one gospel. One gospel. And, and that gospel is about Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, there's a strange thing going on here. Yes. All of these inclusive people mm -hmm. who think everybody should be included aren't inclusive no. when it comes to the truth no. and our right to declare the gospel. Yes. Uh, yes. It is the gospel. So let me read uh, the solution here mm -hmm. to good God uh -huh. and we're and not. We're not. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 21. He made him who knew no sin mm -hmm to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. In him, wow. God is good and we we're not. not. So what's the solution? Mm -hmm. It's concerning Jesus. Yes. Jesus came to be the solution. Mm -hmm. And Jesus on the cross of Calvary <laughs> took all my sins and made them his sins. Yes. And, and, the, and then the phenomenal part of the story is he took all of his righteousness and he gave me his righteousness. Wow. So God is good and we're not. The solution is Jesus. God sent his son to give us his righteousness. So Hallelujah. good God, good God. Uh, can look at us as good through Amen. his son. Amen. And he does not see us as bad mm -hmm. or messed up mm -hmm. or sinful. Mm -hmm. He sees us as righteous in Christ. Amen. And, and what we have to do is put our trust in Christ. Mm -hmm. I, I know there are people who don't like what I've been saying so far. Mm -hmm. and, and they say, well, yeah, some of you preachers are sinners. I certainly am. Yes, I am um, too. And some people who go to churches are sinners, but I don't like being called a sinner. Uh -huh. 
The reality is we're all sinners. Yes. We're all sinners. And actually Romans says that. Romans says that very, very clearly mm -hmm. that we're all sinners. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Yes. We've all sinned and come mm -hmm. short of the glory of God. So, and I thank God there's not this technology, at least mm -hmm. not that I know of, but, <laughs> but imagine that somehow God had a computer chip mm -hmm. connected to my heart. Yeah. And uh, a time came when he said, okay, it's time for me to show your heart to mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. And he put all of my heart on a DVD. Mm -hmm. And at the neighborhood church, yeah. it was announced that next Sunday morning, mm -hmm. we're going to reveal Pastor John's heart. heart. We're going to show it on, on the screen. Yeah. And I know that in my own life, mm -hmm. if... Uh, if the condition of my heart, the sinfulness of my ways was showed on the screen as a result of the computer chip that was yeah. attached to my heart and transferred to a DVD, mm -hmm. I would be so embarrassed yeah. Yeah. that the likelihood of me ever coming back to church again mm -hmm. is really, really, really yeah. low. low. And the truth of the matter is, we're all, it's, it's not yes. about what man think of us, we're mm -hmm. all going to stand before God. Yes. And, and the, the DVD of yeah. our life is going be to be played. shown to us. It's going to be played as mm -hmm. we stand before God. Mm -hmm. And our sinfulness is going to be revealed. Mm -hmm. But the ending chapter of the story mm -hmm. simply comes down to this. Mm -hmm. Have you, what have you done? Have you put your trust in Christ or have you put your trust in yourself? Mm -hmm. If you think once the DVD is shown <laughs> that you're going to be okay with God, yeah. uh, you're not where you want to be. No, you're no, still no. in front of good God, yeah. all messed up, messed not up good. Yes. But if you've put your trust in God, mm -hmm. there's this miraculous transaction yes. that has taken place. Amen. Jesus takes my sins, oh. and then Jesus comes, mm -hmm. and he pours his righteousness all over me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> and amazing. Absolutely amazing. amazing. So when I stand before God, the, what's on the DVD doesn't matter mm -hmm. because Jesus has taken those sins yeah. and he's given me his righteousness. So that's the good news of the gospel, this amazing transaction that has mm. taken place. Good God, we're not, we're not yes. good. Good God, we're not good. But uh, the problem has been dealt with if we'll just go to Jesus. The gospel is concerning his son. The gospel, the gospel is, concerning, is his son. concerning his son. What is the gospel? The gospel is concerning Jesus Christ, the price he paid for our sins. We got a good God, a great God, and we are not. We are sinners, but through the righteousness of Jesus Christ, we receive mercy to be called the children of God. I love that gospel, but you are not healing this gospel around the world. And uh, I want to ask Pastor John here quickly before we wind up this program, you know, how we can live now, because when we understand the righteousness of God, and then people say, well, now I can just live just like that. And I know in our next segment, you're going to share the balance, finding balance in our faith as well, because uh, the legalists are saying, uh, well, you got to do this to be this. And then uh, the other, you know, the extreme grace that we call, they are saying, well, you know, it's just about God, it's His grace, and we can continue life. But as you share about what, you know, the gospel really is, uh, I believe many people 
will be able to turn back to the Father and seek the Father. And as you are sharing that, if God was to show our picture to the whole world of who we are, can we be pleased of the things that he will show? You know, we can hide from people. We can't hide from God. At the end of the day, we will face our maker. And he will play that DVD. I just want you to continue. We still have time here uh, with that thought. Uh, help us more to understand the gospel and how we should respond to it. Yeah, so there, there's a tendency when, when somebody says, good God, and we're not good, mm -hmm. to think, well, the solution, if there's a good God and we're not good, is to work really hard at being good. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't work. None of us have the capacity mm -hmm. uh, to, to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, we're all sinners. Our, our nature is attracted towards sin. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so the solution is to, in living out the way we need to live out, is to get our eyes not on our own works, but to get our eyes on, on Jesus. On Jesus. Yeah. It's about Jesus and keeping our eyes focused. Mm -hmm. On Jesus, if you if you can play a little bit of an imaginary game with me right now, but you're you're in your backyard. It's a nice sunny summer evening. It's still nice and warm out, and you look up into the skies, and there's this thing spinning around in the skies, and it's spinning and spinning and spinning, and it lands in your backyard, and a little green man gets out. Yeah. You have been visited in your backyard yeah. by a flying saucer uh -huh. with a little green man in it. Uh -huh. Amazingly, he speaks yeah. English. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he gets out of the flying saucer and he climbs up on your deck mm -hmm. and, and he says, uh, who, who are you? What are you? Yeah. Never seen anything like, like us. This, yeah. uh, and I say, I am like. I'm like that guy who lives on the other side of the fence. Uh, and I'm like that other guy who lives on the other side of that yeah. fence. I yeah. I'm like them. I'm yeah. what we call a human. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, there's somewhere between, and I don't know the exact number right yeah. now, but somewhere between six and seven billion of us crawling around the world. Yeah. I'm like them. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the truth of the matter is all of us mm -hmm. are like each other. Yes. And the problem is we try to make God like us because that's all we understand. Yeah. But when Moses had God show up in a fiery bush in front of him and said, Who are you, God? God didn't say, and he couldn't say, I am like you. I'm or, like you, or I'm like, or like him. Something. Or, no. he's, all he could say is, I am. Yes. I am. Mm. I am who I am. Yes. And he is who he is. Yes. He is the good God. Mm -hmm. and, and we're not good. Mm -hmm. So we really just have to recognize that. Okay and acknowledge that, mm -hmm. confess it, mm -hmm. and then completely put our trust in, in, Jesus. in, in Jesus. Our youngest granddaughter, our only mm -hmm. granddaughter, mm -hmm. not our only grandchild, no, but yes. our only granddaughter turns to the end of this month. Mm -hmm. I had the privilege because uh, her mom gave birth to her at home mm -hmm. of meeting her on the very first day of her life. And so we went over to our son and daughter-in-law's house, and I, I held this little girl. Her name is Macy in my hands. Mm -hmm. And as I held her in my hands, 
this came out of my heart. I don't really know where it came out, for, came from, but this is what I said to her as I held this tiny little baby who was less than six hours old. I said, Macy, your grandpas love you. Both of her grandpas do. Yes. And I said, your grandmas love you. Both of her grandmas do. Amen. And I said, your mommy loves you. Mm -hmm. And your daddy loves you. Amen. And Jesus loves you too. Hallelujah. Every time I have seen Macy in the last two years, mm -hmm. every time, I don't mm -hmm. think I've missed an opportunity, yeah. I have said to Macy, mm -hmm. Macy, your grandpas love you, mm -hmm. your grandmas love you, mm -hmm. your daddy loves you, mm -hmm. your mommy loves you, Hallelujah. and Jesus loves you too. Amen. Amen. Huh. Amen. And uh, she's kind of looked at me sometimes, like I think I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, but it's begun to become a part of her. Yes. And so her mom uh, last week uh, Facebooked me and said, I was giving Macy the grandpa spiel tonight as Amen. she was falling asleep. Amen. I said to her, your grandpas love you, Macy, and your grandmas love you and your daddy loves you, wow. and your mommy loves you, and Jesus loves you too. Oh, and Macy looked up at her mom and said, wow. 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 I've got wow news. Amen. Jesus loves you. Just, Amen. Just believe it. Just yes. accept it. Yes. The gospel is great Hallelujah. news. We're, 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 we're not good, but God is, yes. and Jesus loves you. Oh, wow. The Holy Spirit loves you. The Son loves you. The Father loves you. You just have to accept it. You don't have to feel like you are not loved. And I like the verse that you read in the book of Romans. And I believe it's uh, Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 16. Here is Paul declaring, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentiles. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteous that is by faith, from faith to last. Just as it was written, the righteous will live by faith. Yeah. Have faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is the only one who can take everything, our struggles, away out of our lives by putting our faith in him. I'm so excited as you're watching this program. I don't want to go without, uh, you know, giving you an opportunity to say, Jesus, renew my heart, renew my spirit, forgive my sins, give me a new platform. I surrender to you. You are good. I am not. You are God. I am not. I surrender to you. Give me a new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen. If you say that prayer with me, that's just a beginning. Find a church. Get hold of the, the Word of God, the Bible. Read the Word of God. Go to church. Find believers who believe in the Word of God so that you can live in the power of the gospel that Jesus preached about. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord watch over you. And thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Insight. We are going to continue to bring nothing but the undiluted Word of God. We want you to be impacted, to return back to God through His Word. Write to us, life at Kazumba Chows. You're seeing your, the email there, life at kazumbachows.com. We want to hear your testimony and to hear what God is doing in your life. And also visit our website, www.kazumbachows.com or go to christpassion.org. We have some uh, resources that we want to send your way, uh, books that can help you, you know, study the Word of God, go hand in hand with the Word of God. First of all, the greatest book you need to read is the Word of God, which is the Bible. And, uh, and, uh, and we have all these other resources that we would love to send to you. So write to us. God bless you and uh, shalom, shalom.